day 17, Exodus 13 through 16, right? Moving right through this book. They're out. Um, as they get out, Exodus chapter 13 is all about this mile markers, right? The importance of reminders. Uh, history is in the past and the past mm. is forgotten unless you put up things in the present and in the future to remember it. And God's trying to tell them, this is something big that I did and I don't want you to forget. And God wants, right? So when God wants us to remember things, it's not like God just wants us to remember the dates, right? The way that you cram for a history test. God wants them to be able to explain what he did so that the goodness of God travels down through yeah. the generations that don't get to experience what it's like to be, uh, to walk across dry ground, right? So right. that the generations that don't get to experience what it's like to see colored mm -hmm. water fountains, um, mm -hmm. signs come crash down. God wants us to remember. And so that's what he's going to do. But yeah. the interesting thing that you see is this, uh, God takes them and God leads them. And God is actually going to lead them by an unmistakable sign. There's a pillar of cloud by day, right? And so we've all heard of that and we know that it provides shade and all of that stuff. The other thing was though, I think one of the reasons why God led them that way mm -hmm. is so that when they got to the place that God took them, it mm -hmm. would be unmistakable that God led them there, right? Mm -hmm. So God That's leads good. them out, and then God leads them to a place where in the wilderness, they're boxed in on both sides, yep. there's a sea at their back, mountains, and the Imagine. Egyptians are starting to pursue them, yeah. and people get scared. And do you know what I found out? <laughs> people get really sarcastic. When they're scared, right? And this is why the Bible is so key. All right, so you may have missed this again if you don't know the context, but hear this. All right, Egypt was famous for their burials, right? So mm -hmm. we know that today. You know, we see the tombs, the sarcophaguses, all of that stuff, right? So they're famous for their graves, and the people are so frustrated and salty at Moses that they say, Dag, Moses, did Egypt not have enough graves that you had to bring us out here to die, right? That's how you right. know. That's how you know this is so real. Because when people get scared, uh, they get real sarcastic, yeah. real funny too. Yeah. Um, and his main thing is, no, y'all stand back, right? The same God that directed us with the pillar of cloud is going to protect us. And the pillar of cloud moves from the front to direct them to the back to protect okay. them. And it puts up this wall and we see God is a director, God is a protector yeah. and God saves them. He parts the Red Sea and they walk across on dry ground, yo. And they come to the other side and all of this is the backdrop for Exodus 15, Keith. And Exodus 15 is- Yeah, like Exodus 15, they worship. Right? right, so so we see like literally, no, no. Every time that that Moses went to Pharaoh, God says, "Yo, tell him to let my people go. Why? So they may worship me." Right, right. And so yep. here they break out in song, right? And yep. I love what you you said it before, man. Like worship is the the reflex of the soul, bro. Like when right. we've encountered the goodness, God's salvation, His redemption. When we've encountered these things, right. we can't help but sing. Yeah. Right? 
we like we we can't help but sing and and then the thing that i love bro go ahead you better say something go ahead no yeah yeah so that's where it's like y'all if you are struggling to praise god right praise is not something you muster up from inside of yourself praise Mm -hmm. is not something you initiate praise and worship is and has always been a response to the revelation of God. It's when you see God for what he is that your soul, the reflex of your soul is to bust forth in it, praise. So a reflex is just something that needs a stimulus to act. You don't need to try harder. You just need to look closer at God. And then like, I think um, someone said, bro, like that, you know, one of the things, ways we can know what we believe is listen to the songs we sing in church. And uh, so like good. they sing this song. And if you read it, bro, it's really rich, right? Yeah. And so verse 13 was probably my favorite verse as I was going through it. And it says, um, you know, with your faithful love, you will mm. lead the people you have redeemed. You will right. guide them to your holy dwelling with right. your strength. Now, mm. one of the reasons, bro, and this is the apologist in me, man, <laughs> you get this thing where people say the Old Testament God wasn't a God of love. <laughs> right, we only right. see that in Jesus. Like, bro, what Bible? Like, what right. Bible are you reading? First right, off, right. they're saved by grace. Um, right. They crossed the Red Sea by grace. Ain't nothing. Right. They ain't do nothing. Right. To get up right. out of Egypt. Right. To cross the sea on dry ground, where the waters right. that come up like walls on both sides of them. Right. Right. And to enter new life in Canaan that they're going to inherit. Right. That is because of God's love. The the text they interpret it for us. Right. That's because of God's love. He loves His first born his people he redeems mm. them and they are on their way to um the land they are on their right. way to the land god has fulfilled his promise and then they say yo it's by his strength they right. know they didn't have nothing to do with it <laughs> right right you feel right. what i'm saying like they knew for a fact that this god was so gracious and so loving to save us right right even though in spite of us and then oh, like yeah like even from there they know to love god like we do we worship we go to church every sunday and then right. in exodus 16 you know what happens bro mm. Life gets hard. <laughs> Life gets hard. Right? And then it's funny because I, I used to think the same thing. Like, yo, I'm going to become a Christian. Once I get saved, yo, all my problems going to go away, All fam. my problems going to go away. <laughs> and God is so good, bro, because- Man, like the Christian life in many ways is a wilderness. Like right. mm. the entirety of the Christian life. Like you are, yeah. you are out of bondage or slavery, right. but you ain't made it to the promised land. Like, you ain't made right. it to heaven. Right, right, you ain't made right. it to New Jerusalem yet. You're in yeah. the wilderness. Yeah. Right. And so what we realize, man, like, w- like when we get saved, we have to be prepared for life to get difficult. Mm. But at the same time, we must be prepared and expectant for the Lord to meet us in that difficulty. That's good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so after they get saved, they're in the wilderness, they worship, everything's all good, but they just start complaining. Where the food at? Where I'm thirsty. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm th- I, I know me. Well, I like, yeah, I know I would have been through. But, <laughs> right. But the thing is, the beautiful thing is, like, God doesn't just provide salvation. He is the God of, like, provision. Like, he he provides every single day. He can give you enough today and tomorrow, every single day to keep you so that you can inherit the promises that Abraham was told, my G. Like, he continually keeps his people, even even the wilderness. Like, he's with us in the wilderness. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. And... God came through on his promise. Yeah. As he always does, as he always will. Um, and I think, yeah, the first half of the book is almost done. And what we're going to see, um, 
is that yeah, God got them out of Egypt in an instant. Mm. Um, but it's going to take 40 years for God to get Egypt out of them. Uh, 